Back to the Toncast, my lovelies. This is Jeffrey Davis, your host. And as I promised last time, we were going to have as our special guest Angela Merkel, but she fucked off on me because, well, fucking <laughs> Angela Merkel. You can't trust her any farther you can throw her. And I'm, I'm a pretty strong dude. I could maybe get eight feet out of her, but that's not far enough to trust anybody. However, and this is a real coup, we have gotten a special surprise guest that filled in at the last second. I mean, this guy's usually so damn busy. It's Robert Todd Anderson. <laughs> Let Thanks the people in, the, uh, in my remote uh, <laughs> studio are applauding wildly. That's great. Uh, uh, Vinny over the switchboard can't freaking believe it. He's like, what, really? Damn it, I wish there wasn't plague. We could have him in the studio. <laughs> then I could get autographs. Thanks for uh, having me back on your show. It's it's nice to be ba- asked back on a show so soon. I mean, I feel like I was just on your ask, show. Ask, ask back or ask backwards? Ask like, backwards. Uh, okay, well, which excellent. which was like my name is <laughs> great segue. My name is Todd Robert Anderson, not Robert Todd Anderson. Just for clarity's sake, I what's the cocktail you're drinking? That's a Negroni. What's in a Negroni? A Negroni is equal parts gin mm-hmm. sweet vermouth uh and in this case it's amaro which is uh, a uh, aperitif that is very herby uh and um it's i could uh, pour it in my car yeah. and uh and uh, and jump start it i could pour it, it i could pour it into the uh, yeah, take off the, the 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 top of the carburetor put it in there and It'll and, start and the car right up. That's not, That's great. That's great. Yeah, exactly. I didn't used to like gin, and then I had these friends who made these fancy, you know, gin, gin gimlets, mm-hmm. and I started liking gin, and I felt I was a little bit, you know, there was a hesitance to enjoy gin because someone told me a long time ago that people who drink gin are psychos. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, "Is it am I a psycho? Because I like this limey gimlet." Well, I mean, I was told the same thing, uh, but regards to well, a s- similar setup in regards to tequila. It's basically liquid mean. You take a couple of drinks and then you turn into an asshole. Uh, you take a couple of more and you spend the next fifteen months vomiting, and then and that actually did happen to me. Uh, uh, I was. In high school, or just nearly ready to graduate, my brother's home from college, and um, we were hanging out late one night, and he said, we're going to do tequila shots, and he brought out Jose Cuervo, which basically... The gold? Um, the gold? I, I hesitate to call any of their products gold. Mostly what I call them is lacquer thinner, <laughs> right, because when, once I got into art school, I started using that exclusively to clean oil paint off of my brushes. <laughs> Uh, or you know, sp- uh, sp- 
builds you can get out of, uh, you, you can lift stains out of clothing with them. But it's not, uh, it's, it's not a beverage for drinking. It's a beverage uh, designed specifically for laying down and avoiding. Uh, so move on to 1995-ish, I want to say. Uh, no, I don't just want to say. I will say that. I'm not going to, I'm not entirely sure it's true, but <laughs> you weren't there, so you can't correct me. So uh, my now wife then, uh, I didn't even know it was a fucking girlfriend at that point, just someone I hung out all, with all the time. Uh, we flew out to California. It was the very first time she had gone out to see her parents in about 10 years because they didn't have an excellent relay. Well, her, she and her dad did. Her mom was kind of insane. Yeah, insane, I think. It's a, insane? Yeah, insane? Like literally insane? Like, or like? Well, it, tur- it turned out late. Yeah, I mean, she, uh, she li- yeah, really, literally quite fucking mad. Um, uh, I, like when people say that now to me often, they're meaning like Trump crazy. There's Trump crazy. You're in the Trump cult. People refer to that as crazy. Uh, I didn't know if you meant that or a so our, genuine our, thing. So I'll, 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 I will, uh, for a matter of digression, I will jump forward a couple of years to our first anniversary. So this would be 98, I guess. Um, no, uh, 99, because 98 would have been our first anniversary. So two years. So 99, we brought a whole bunch of members of the family uh, to Booth Bay Harbor in Maine, to a place that a, a house that we had rented every year for a while, uh, and uh, we had a big fucking blowout. We uh, I boiled lobsters because uh, there's a little place like 15 feet down the road that you can buy that crap from, and we actually made pasta by hand on the counter uh, and used that. Uh, we 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 bought fresh clams and uh you know made a clam linguine with a cream sauce so fucking awesome and then she was there for all that she then she went down to lie down on the sofa and then she got up and asked when dinner was <laughs> and then she was fucking pissed off and convinced that we stole it from her so yeah now you're getting into trump crazy land but um <laughs> And, and and she just spent the next several years of you know, next decade getting crazy angry like at that at, at people and shedding lifelong friends. Mm. Then it turned out uh, she had massive headaches. Went to the hospital and found out that she had had a brain tumor for decades. Oh my god! So that was pulled out. The next time I saw her after that, she was sweet as hell. I mean, she was always funny. I mean, one of the most funny, brilliant people that you'd hang out with, but in a really mean, cutting kind of way. Then she just became funny and sweet in a kind of nice, you know, but stubborn and old lady kind of way. Um, but so, yes. So, uh, to go back to the original story, uh, uh, Lauren's mom was crazy, so they had a no real relationship growing up. Uh, so we kind of were trying to patch things back up again uh and we went out to, to to la jolla and here i am colin uh who you know now he's a fucking cabbage but then he was the nuclear engineer and also the funniest goddamn man in the room uh was going to make fresh margaritas oh from scratch no oh, yeah not just, like a just, mix it's uh, uh tequila he was using hornitos which is actually a okay, you know, lower third range, um, doesn't make you sick, uh, tequila, 
Cointreau and limes. I mean, you know, yeah, people uh, who are listening on my coast, uh, limes are those little fucking golf balls that you get, <laughs> and then if you get you and you you have to rent from Home Depot that little um, like a hydraulic press, and you get a sixteenth of a gram of liquid out of it. Uh, in California, they look like oranges, and you get a gallon of juice out of them, and they're they're actually something you would want to eat or fuck or both eat first fuck late whatever I it's uh, yeah, yeah it's exactly so he, so i was like uh, tequila tequila the word tequila is giving me a hangover already i'm good i'm good i'm gonna be cool i'm gonna be cool yes colin i would love one and i just <laughs> boom it just and triggered the the the, the 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 scales lifted from my eyes and i thought oh you could Everything can be good so long as it's actually good. Oh, oh. And so everything can be bad. Oh, it was glorious. It, it was wasn't glorious. It wasn't oh, Cuervo no, Gold. I was, I, was, I, I was fearing this kind of gasoline shots that, uh, that frat kids used to do before they learned that they could, like, use gasoline as enemas and get high <laughs> and be even stupider. <laughs> So yeah, no, I, I, so to to get back to your original point about gin, yeah, there is a, a a great world of gin from the shit you clean brushes with to really lovely, lovely set with all different kinds of botanicals in it. This actually the uh, the reason I'm using uh, amaro and not the the what you're supposed to uh, is the gin. And the Amaro are both made by some kids that grew up in Sherborne. And all of the uh, herbs and shit that they use are grown on the family farm. Now, I'd, I'd say, oh, who are they? Would I do No, you wouldn't, because I mean, they're at least 15 years younger than me. So, um, or probably closer to 20 years younger than me. So it's just, it's just this kind of, ha I'm drinking a fucking awesome spirit. That's made. Yes, it's, it's well, it's distilled in in Roxbury, which is also good because they're actually trying to revitalize these fucked up neighborhoods and are doing a really good job. They're hiring all local. Uh, there's a couple of distilleries uh, in 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 uh, the Boston area that are doing that. Um, that all use. Almost exclusively locally grown materials, locally grown corn, locally grown wheat, locally grown aromatics, and, and things, and and that's kind of neat. It's sort of, uh, you know, back in the uh, the nineties when I was in school, it was the craft brewing, and of course, craft brewing uh, took off nationwide. And then, you know, ninety percent of your craft brews are actually owned by fucking Budweiser. But uh, yeah, that's true. Now, now it's now it's the cra craft distilling. Uh, and that's been kind of a fun. I mean, I mean, for a, a poor, lonesome alcoholic in <laughs> quarantine, it's been, it's, it's been nice to 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 drink as if you know I was doing something other than sitting in my underpants, crying in my bathroom, drinking. Our last uh, our last outing, social outing that we had planned before. Mm. March happened and COVID happened and 
I'm not going to say a lockdown happened because I have yet to see a genuine lockdown happen. Yeah, there's been none nationwide. I mean, there's been some serious clamping down on certain kinds of businesses. And actually, for a good two weeks in Massachusetts, there was pretty fucking close to a lockdown. The only thing that was open was uh, Home Depot and grocery stores and hospitals. And that was it. Yeah, we had but, sort of our version of that, too. So, like, right before that happened, mm. in fact, the weekend that they started shutting down bars and restaurants, and we wound up getting a refund because of that, but we mm. had uh, bought tickets for a tour of a distillery in in, in uh, Los Angeles, mm. uh, downtown Los Angeles, that's what we'd heard about it, it's it's like uh, it's like Willy Wonka for for alcohol <laughs> for alcoholics. alcoholics. <laughs> they got this fat guy getting sucked up in the in the, <laughs> in the wart. And it's tube. like instead of a chocolate river, it's like a whiskey river or something. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know, but we were we were excited. But but then you know, and it was one of those things where we bought tickets too. And and right before things got locked down, we're like, "Fuck this! Uh, this COVID thing I is want real." One of those, I want one of those squirrels that does <laughs> that can mix perfect martinis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want one of those martini squirrels now. Anyway, continue. They were they were when we called and said, "Yeah, we're not going to come because of this uh, global pandemic that's ha- happening." And they were like, "Well, we can't refund your money." And we were like, "Really?" And then two days later, <laughs> they they called back and they said they're shutting yeah. us down so we're going to refund your money <laughs> it's like alright you fucking dicks you fucking Willy Wonka of drunkard places <laughs> fuck you yeah yeah we had we had originally intended you know, our, our big massive change of plans I mean aside from the, the professional ones we can talk about that later I'm sure your your chosen profession and the, the profession that, that I found myself accidentally into have been affected equally by fucking plague but uh we were planning on going back to la jolla and we're we've been trying to you know for for the audience out there my father-in-law whose house this is uh he's essentially a six foot one two hundred pound three-year-old that uh, he's he's Benjamin buttoning in front of us. He's aging backwards into into infancy, and it's yeah depressing as hell. But he is going to need very 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 expensive care very soon. Mm-hmm. Well, the house that he bought for like a six pack in the nineteen late nineteen fifties in La Jolla is worth significantly more than that now. I would uh, imagine so in La Jolla. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So we should be able to rent that for good money but we just have to do a lot of work to get it up to like 20 20th century code not even like 19th century i mean we put a shitload of money into the elect uh, we would rip out half the electron electrics in the house there's some um uh, asbestos mitigation that's going to need to be done oh there's, boy you know some, some some simple well that that shouldn't be too tough because there's one room that's just kind of those tiles like we used to have in the high school, mm-hmm. uh, in the high school hallways. Well, they had the same fucking thing. You know what they did? They put carpet in on top of it, and that was considered... We're not going to put carpet in. We'll probably epoxy it and then put, like, vinyl plank or something in there, because it's on a slab. So uh, The 
the showers are not code. Instead of like the one little knob in the middle that if somebody flushes a toilet, it doesn't like drop cold pressure and then burn your fucking balls off. <laughs> it's the t- it's a left hand knob, right hand knob that we all probably yeah, grew yeah, up with sure. their houses yeah. that were built and said. So we were gonna fly out and yeah, I was gonna bring a buddy of mine out with us. Laura was gonna take him with us and we were all gonna yeah, she was gonna do his medical shit because we we're really loath to try and figure out how to do bi-coastal medical insurance and and prescriptions and all that nightmarish shit. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, plague! Plague! Mm-hmm. Plague! Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we have a rather huge account with JetBlue now with all that money sitting in there for us to you know, fly back whenever that happens. But that also meant we left, we missed a year of getting that place up and ready to be able to right. rent it. And a, yeah. we, I mean, we, we just like to get that little bit of income so that we can, you know, just bank it and when we need it. Because he's going to, you know, sooner rather, when I need a fucking lift to get him up into the bath, into the, uh, the toilet, when I need a fucking rag on a stick to wipe his ass every morning he's gone. <laughs> right right he's gone I'll, he'll go into to the kennel or i'm making soup stock out of him <laughs> i i hate that i mean i know that's that's really not going to happen i mean we you're we sounding will, off we, here you're sounding I off know, i know no I one know, thinks you're gonna turn your father-in-law into <laughs> soylent green come on <laughs> no uh, for, first of all not Soylent Green. Have you ever had Soylent? <laughs> that shit's gross. Uh, you know, the real uh, life fun, thing. Fun, I was. Fun, I was fun, referencing fun, the the. Funny. I mean, funny. You should mention that the the author's daughter went to Bishop's Academy in La Jolla with my wife. They actually used to play at their house. The author neighbors. of the the of Soylent Green. The oh, novel. oh, the novel. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you meant that. I was confused. I didn't know if you meant the real food product. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, like the the, the twenty eight year old dude that that that, that launched uh, Silent like four years ago. His daughter went back in time and was at, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the nineteen sixties. Yeah, no, no. The the author actually she also uh, used to play with the stepdaughter of um, Doctor Seuss. Oh, really? Who has who has a big house up on the way up on the fucking mountain overlooking the if you cut uh, if you go th- uh, to the end of their little streets like like four houses deep uh, part of their neighborhood butts up against a um, golf course which dumps into a canyon and then on the other side of that canyon there's a big fucking mountain with it and you can just see you can point to Dr. Seuss's house up on the damn mountain there uh, yeah, they used to, they, she used to have sleepovers. She actually, my wife had Dr. Seuss read her a fucking bedtime story no on way. multiple occasions. Wow. And that, I am, I am so jealous. Yeah, that's great. That's absolutely great. Yeah, my uh, wife has like a storied, because her dad was a variety television uh, director in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And so she has all these crazy stories of uh, hanging out with Julie Andrews. And, yeah. And the Brat Pack, and not the Brat Pack, the Rat Pack. The Rat Pack, yes. Yeah, so. She probably would have preferred at that time to hang out with the Brat Pack, but well, she sure. got to hang out with the Rat Pack. Uh, I think at that time when there was a Brat Pack, I would absolutely have wanted to hang out with the Rat Pack. 
because you know my mom being an old Broadway shuntus, uh I grew up with that music right. in my head. Right. And when I was 14, I could do a, a drunk Dean Martin impression. <laughs> everybody wants somebody so nice. Everybody needs somebody so nice. Yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, yeah, my my dad my dad was uh, yeah, up until the oh I was in, when I was in junior high school there was a uh, hostile takeover and in his fifties he lost his job but uh, he he was basically uh, Don Draper but television when I was growing up oh okay yeah it, director of advertising and promotions for you know, started out at KDKA in Pittsburgh and. Was he having affairs with his secretaries and whatnot? No, actually, he was. He was actually pretty chill. I mean, he was just. He had that job, but but he was actually. Did he, he smoke was, a lot of cigarettes? He did actually. Did he uh, did smoke a lot of cigarettes? <laughs> and he did have a mini bar in his office. Did uh, any uh, uh, any of the people he worked with get run over by a lawnmower? Uh, any lawn- four. Four. four four there was four. <laughs> six toes on one guy uh, a thumb on one guy one guy just got kind of a bump in the ass and one guy lost a dick I don't know how that worked it was the same accident oh wow it was one yeah, mower it, 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 it was it, exactly uh, and, and funnily enough uh, a relative of Richard Harris hanged himself in my dad's office oh weird that is super no, it was weird my, it was our home office this was like six months ago but that's another story entirely <laughs> Uh, I didn't know Jared Harris was dead. <laughs> no, but his character hanged himself. In- no, I know. I was I I yeah. was tripping Just it into work reality. with me here. Tripping it into reality. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, my you know, most a lot of my dad's job was to you know uh, back in the sixties and seventies and early eighties was the same as today. Uh, the local uh, p- uh, news or TV stations local affiliates would have people doing their little plugging tour and they would come to station to station to station. One of them was, uh, this was in 1968, it's Elizabeth Montgomery for Bewitched. This was in Baltimore, I guess. So she did a witchy thing for my mom who was grossly pregnant at this point. I was born three days after Christmas that year, so it's like she just swelled up like a fucking passion fruit and spilled seeds all over the fucking ground. (laughs) Uh, But she did that, you know, you take your wedding ring off and we'll put it on a piece of thread and then we get it going and if it doesn't this away, it's a boy. If it does this away, it's a girl, whatever. Oh, okay. And she said, it's going to be a boy. So, yeah. She could flip a coin, and and if it heads, it's good. Well, <laughs> turned out, and we didn't know this until I was in my thirties. There, were, she was right. I, I was a boy, still am. As a matter of fact, actually, I, I stopped being a boy um, at thirteen when I became a man. Uh, but that's still the my, gender you identify well, my, my, with. My, it's male. My yeah. my my dad said, "Yes, I'm a cisgendered male." Uh, my dad told her. That if she got it right, we would name me after her. So she came back six months later for another thing, and she remembered. Said, "Did you did you name your son after me?" 
So, well, we were going to name him after your character on Bewitched. But we thought it would probably be a lot of teasing for a little boy in school as Sammy Davis. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, we named him Jeffrey Elizabeth. <laughs> that was also a lot. But I do have a, a very nice note. It's pressing an album somewhere. Uh, uh, you, wishing, you know, wishing you joy and happiness on the birth of your son, Jeffrey Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Montgomery. <laughs> That's pretty great. That's a good one. That's a charming story Lovely. that involves neither sandwiches nor Nazis. Yeah, so, I know. When are we talking exactly. about sandwiches and Nazis? Or Nazis and sandwiches? <laughs> I, I mean, right. separately. Or are we talking about Nazi sandwiches? What is a Nazi sandwich? Something that's heavy, heavy on sauerkraut? <laughs> well, no, so, all right. Now, I'm going to... I'm gonna. I like sauerkraut. Because my favorite, if we were going to go for favorite, the Reuben... Hands down, favorite sandwich. Me too. Me too. It has yeah, uh, marbled or dark rye. Wait, do you like corned beef or pastrami? Oh, these are two different worlds here. Yeah, yeah, but and, it's uh, an important uh, distinction I, in a Reuben. And it also means it depends upon the quality of the corned beef or the pastrami. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's both sure. And like I said, everything is good so long as it's good. And if you have... Uh, eh, piddling, meh, rest, uh, uh, a grocery store pastrami, and a phenomenal uh, uh, corned beef brisket. But I actually, I, I, I make my own. So we, we've, uh, in the past, we've bought um, uh, whole briskets and salted, cured them, brined them. Smoke cured them, and then I'll uh, occasionally get get um, just the the, the uh, grocery store pink uh, corned beefs, but you get the 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 flat end, the skinny the skinny cut, not the fat cut, mm -hmm. and smoke those fuckers for about eight hours in the smoker, and that pretty much goes about halfway to turning them into pastrami, mm -hmm. and. Uh, and oh, there's a place in uh, in Framingham called Kugels that does does it with um, oh, I can't remember the uh, former uh, Soviet satellite state uh, that is named after. I'm gonna say Serbian because why not? It's not a why not? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, now that's the former Yugoslavia. Bulgaria. Fuck it. Bulgaria. It's a it's a, a, a smoked pastrami that is simmered in broth for, like, the entire existence of humanity on this planet. <laughs> and it is so moist, so glorious. I mean, if I had to choose, a, if I had to choose between the two, just, yeah, bog-standard, Corned beef, pastrami, I'm going with pastrami every damn time. Right. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But a really exceptionally good corned beef is a, just a thing of beauty. Yeah, just absolutely. A well, a, a couple of the local places in, in the horrible place that I live 
Mm. Uh, like they only do the corned beef. A, a very seamy valley. Yeah. <laughs> it's seamy. Uh, yeah, it's uh, a lot of the places around here have only the corned beef. They don't do pastrami, which is weird. Yeah, that's fucked up. But we I have. Mean, any, I did have any good deli should have both. Right, but I mean, these are not, not. You may not call it a Reuben, but they should at least have the ability to sub out pastrami for the corned beef in a Reuben. Well, these places aren't necessarily delis. Um, well, they are probably 2,500 miles from New York, so it's it's hard to find a real deli out there. Yeah, there's a couple I mean, in the in, there's a couple in the San Fernando Valley. You, there's we used to go to a couple different Jewish uh, delis, but there's none in Simi Valley. Zero. Right, and you're not and you're not finding a correct bagel out there. And it took me a while. The the only real like proper okay. Be- <sighs> this is a depressing, terrible story. There is a, a a pizza place. Still is. It's still there. Uh, unless Plague murdered it in the last year and a half since I've been there, but in, in La Jolla, uh, that they went to for decades and decades and decades. You know, they, uh, her parents lived there for over 60 years. And they brought us out there and fucking impressed me. I'm some East Coast guy. What the fuck do I know about pizza? Yeah. <laughs> and it was this... I mean, it was just you know a large size regular kind of flat crust pizza not not like the 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 the, the wood fire where the, the crust is like a cracker but your 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 bog standard like liberty's pizza in in natick oh i loved pizza. liberty's pizza oh liberty's pizza is still there it's fucking amazing is it still good it's it's yeah that's a and we want to talk about pizza that is a greek family pizza restaurant yep. and they have a much more buttery crust and a much more savory sauce. Italian family uh, pizzas—they're—they've got more uh, dough relaxers in them. They're nice and stretchy, but don't have the flavor. They don't have that. I mean, they have a, a bog standard marinara, which is fine. Like if you're doing a, a, a margarita pizza with the f- big flat slabs of basil and buffalo mozzarella on it, fuck yeah, that's what that what that works. But that Greek style pizza. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah, fucking amazing. My favorite part amazing. of growing up, because that was our pizza place when I lived, grew up in Sherburne, and mm-hmm. I I loved calling because I loved the way the guy <laughs> answered the phone <laughs> because you couldn't understand what he was saying. I mean, we knew he was saying Liberty, <laughs> yeah, Liberty Pizza Natick is what he said. <laughs> as if there was another Liberty Pizza somewhere that he said Liberty Pizza Natick. Is how he said it. <laughs> what <laughs> the hell did you, you say? You, you, you said you, you said it. I was like a, a, a like a, a, a 1980s uh, local disc jockey. Talking <laughs> about two for Tuesday. I always <laughs> I always imagined that guy at Liberty's Pizza like like moonlit at, in the T, like he was a T uh, <laughs> operator <laughs> when he wasn't at Liberty's because they never made any. It was bing bong. <laughs> so it was just—it was him. <laughs> that's right. That's just a tumor. Continue. <laughs> anyway, it's not a tumor. Not a tumor. I lo- I loved Liberty's Pizza. It's great. Actually, so the, anyway. the Reuben reminded me. We've been compiling my family because we're bored and going crazy. <laughs> 
we just we we've compiled a list of potential band names, you know, that we come up with. Oh, nice. And awesome. and I ordered a uh, we ordered some you know delivery from a, a, a diner, not a deli, and I got a, a Reuben, and it came. And you know when it comes delivery, the bottom's usually pretty soggy. Like, yes. and this was, like, so soggy, it just disintegrated. Mary Mary frown, no soggy bottoms. Yeah, so uh, our the band name that's still my favorite, I think, is Soggy Bottom Reuben. I think that's a great band name. That's almost a uh, Coen Brothers ripoff, buddy. It's it's real close, but it's not. It's its own thing. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's it, almost exactly the same joke. It's not the Soggy thing. Bottom so it's, Brothers. It's, it's, it's a Soggy Bottom it's not Ruben. It's Soggy Bottom Boys. It's a Soggy Bottom Sandwich. It's very, very different. It it's, changed one it's, single word. It's an homage, Jeff. Yeah. This is how this so anyway, works back, in creativity. It's back, an homage. Back to, back to my fucking tragic pizza. <laughs> Your standard fucking large pizza. I said, yeah, don't overload it. Sausage, mushrooms, nothing else. You got a little bit of protein on it. That's just not going to leak grease. You got mushrooms, which are fucking mushrooms, bitches. Right. So just your standard, like, what is it, 18 inch? Yeah, the, the, the standard large pizza. Went to pick the fucking thing up. Oh, just, oh. It, it was just, it was it's, just, it's it like was just goo on the bottom. Pizza this, soup. And they were like, pizza oh soup? no, no, we, we, you need to use a, a knife and a fork. I said, no. <laughs> no, I don't. Chicago style deep crust pizza, which is, you know, it's more of a pie, but I'll, I'll give them that it. We can call it pizza. I'm all right with that because I like that tip. It, yeah, it's got a short crust, and it's eight inches thick. Yes, you need a knife and a fork for that. Sure. A yeah. big fucking fat slab pizza like that, you've got to pick it up by the corners, fold them up, and just just fucking blow that shit. You get you you you, you, you just go just guide it right into your mouth. You, yeah, you tease the tip a little bit first, just, but you don't eat it with a knife and fork. You know who eats New York style pizza with a knife and fork? Fucking Donald Trump. Yeah, that's right. He's, he does. A, because he's a twat. He's a, and not in a good way. He's a douche face. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, got, are we going to are we, are we get into Nazis now? Oh, I, I mean, good. I think we kind of yeah. have to. I mean, you segue perfectly I mean, that is, from pizza that is the, into that Nazis. Is, that is the Republican, Republican elephant in the room. Is that oh. he eats pizza with a oh, knife and too. fork? That's yeah, and grabs the pizza by the fucking pussy. And <laughs> all right, so here, so here, here, here when you're supposed to blow a pizza, not uh, grab it by exactly. the pussy. Exactly. <laughs> they just don't understand. You got the corners. You don't put your finger in the little hole because it's pointy. Do you even pizza? This is no, what happens when a, an entire half of a country just loses their ability to think critically or never develops it or something. Yeah, see, that's... that's a, uh, I, I mean, you, you probably noticed that since about... probably end, uh, end of July, I just said, fuck it, I'm done with Facebook for a while, at least until after the election. And then I'm, I might taunt, like, two people... In their posts, I'm not going to respond to their bullshit answers, and I'm only going to post pictures of food. Uh -huh. I mean, I only post—I've posted pictures of food and cats before, anyway. But you know, the cats are all in the fucking ground, so it's 
all cat. It's all food now. We actually... No, the last cat isn't in the ground. It, it made a fucking amazing bechamel. <laughs> it was fucking... I see things. Yeah, it was. It was a. I'm oh, sorry. It was a bolognese, not a bullet bechamel. Uh, but uh, uh, so, you people in the comments section, I understood my mistake. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, no, but I. So I. I. I I've just. I, I. I've had to get the fuck off of uh, of, of, of social media, because of. There's only so much concentrated stupid you can deal with. I mean, it's like the end of Time Bandits. Mom, Dad, don't touch it. It's concentrated stupid. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, and the they, toaster. And they, and, they, and, yeah. and, they, and they turn into fucking uh, 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 dust. There's so much concentrated stupid. And, I mean, yeah, you, you said right. They, 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 if they ever had the, 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 the ability to, to think critically, they've lost it. I mean, there's, there's members of my extended family who you know you know they're much older and we're always the kind of the adults in the room when we were kids like trying to fuck the light socket and shit like that they're like oh no no be safe and you're like all right these are these are the people that there's and you know one of them has kind of been the caretaker for about a half a dozen of the old fuckers out there that you know died had dementia uh, her own sister is younger than hers, like three years older than us. Has just she was a little bit off to begin with, but she's had some a bunch of seizures and basically did the same thing to her that the ischemic stroke did to my father-in-law. And and she's kind of you know at like fifty-six or seven, she's doing the same. Mm -hmm. And so she's there to so. Yeah, I, I I will text back and forth with her like, yeah, we're in the same boat. Uh, let's let's yeah, you need someone to talk to about this particular situation. <laughs> talk to me, and, and then she's like, it's a global conspiracy to take the election. The only way the presidential election could turn out this way, exactly the way the polls said for two years. Is because of theft. Well, I mean, it, it like in the defense of people who think that way. In 2016, the polls for two years said it was impossible. No, but it really it, it didn't. Was, so, 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 well, not 2016, as much, yeah. 2016 polls said that Clinton was gonna had about a two to three point national lead with a five point margin of error. Yeah. So. And in the, the the major swing state she lost, she had a three point lead with a five point margin of error. She actually lost within that margin of error. The the polling wasn't wrong. It was the analysis and the conclusions drawn that were wrong. It's the same thing happened here. The conclusions from the polling uh, were wrong, at least in the down ballot races. And and and, and I mean, there's that dude that I went to high school. It's a couple. You know, year ahead of me, like three or four years ahead of you, that I mean, I haven't fucking blacklisted him yet, because I mean, I have good memories. He was a fun dude to hang out with. I mean, he used to wear tweed, tweed suits and a, you know, a little fucking trilby and hang out with the Grateful Dead people, but he, now here he is 
off on fucking Facebook saying, there is no such thing as racism. I would have experienced or understood it. It's like, dude, you're a white boy <laughs> from an upper class family, grew up in Dover, and you are tweeting this right now. Yes, you're taking care of your mother who has issues, and I understand, I understand and respect that. I'm doing that myself. But the place that you're doing it from is your the cape house that you grew up going to every weekend in the summer since you were three. <laughs> yes. Having advantages doesn't necessarily make you get above that. But any fuck-ups that happened to you was because of you, and you didn't start out behind the eight ball because you're not a fucking white person from... I mean, how many times did that bitch get pulled over by the Dover cops and have his fucking quarter of coke confiscated and thrown into the... Uh, the, the, the history of the war on drugs and the crack, quote, epidemic says that the drug of the same addictive qualities uh, when it's sold to high prices to white people... It gets laughed off, pat on the back, do better next time. Somebody buys it for 10 bucks and they're black, they're going to jail for 30 years. Uh, uh, don't fucking tell me that racism doesn't exist, you fucking monkey. <laughs> and now he's going into the... Uh, he posted a meme the other day that pretty much sums up the difference between the Trumpists and humans. It was a picture of a woman, like, dressed up for a political rally. You can't tell her. She's just wearing a red, white, blue thing. She's going, Said, you thought grabbing by the pussy was bad? Just wait. You're going to get sniffed. So, okay. What? Left on what? Here. Well, see, see, what, uh, grabbing by the pussy—that was that was Trump's thing. He has twenty-four credible uh, accusations of sexual assault. About half of them were actual violent rape against him. One of them in court now has passed the the uh, um, you know, the, the, the the statute of limitations, but because she mm, said something in an article that, that they quoted her and he said she's fucking crazy and I wouldn't fuck her anyway because she's ugly. Uh, she's suing him for libel. It's like, you didn't rape me? Fine, I'm suing you for lying about that. And she has DNA because she still has the old fucking pair of panties that he leaked onto. And she got a court order that says he must surrender DNA. Now, he can't now, doesn't have to now, because he's president. <laughs> uh, beginning of February, he's going to have to do that. So, but the worst thing, there's, there's one sexual assault allegation against Biden from the 90s, which um, some reporting from the time, and then, then since then about the person involved may cast some doubt on that. Not going to even get into to that. That's one that there may be some doubt about. The rest of it is, here's a guy that has issues with personal space. So, so they're saying, yeah, our guy brags on Stern that he 
sticks his fingers up people's snatches and actually bought the Ms. Teen USA pageants so that he could wa burst into their dressing rooms and watch 14-year-old girls changing. That's good. <laughs> Somebody that gets a little bit close and is a close talker, that is evil. See, that is the... See, because he's ours... He's yours. Uh, that is the... I mean, cognitive dissonance doesn't even go deep enough uh, as, a, as a definition for me. It, it's cognitive psychosis? Yeah, right? maybe. Yeah, a whole... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's, I guess, what cult think is, right? In any cult? Sorry, I, I'm, I, made, I made noise on my microphone because I'm chewing ice from my now empty... Oh, you know, no. I, uh, I, was I, just, I, I, I was just saying... Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, we're talking about. <laughs> uh, we're talking about Nazis. We're talking about stupid Nazis. We're talking about. Oh, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, cults. I'm like cult. Yes. Cult think is 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 a, a group psychosis. It's a like Absolutely. getting in and everybody's going insane together. I mean, that's what cults are, and this is what yeah. this is. That's what it is, and everybody who th and the. Like any other cult, people in the cult think they're smarter than everybody who's not in the cult, even though their cult doesn't make sense, because they're dug in. So, to the yeah, it's forty percent or more of our country is in this cult, and it's not going away just because Joe Biden got elected. It's no. not going away, um, and and Seven. Joe Biden is already for me, uh, and I speak as someone who voted for him. Uh, mm -hmm. Is already a huge disappointment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. I voted, I voted for him too. I prayed for him to win, and I was disappointed in our choice before it even started. Yeah. Um, and I, I uh, just, I hope that I'm not happy with many of uh, his appointments. Uh, I, I don't think. Uh, going backwards and trying to reassemble the Obama administration is the best choice. Uh, but more than that, my biggest problem with him is talking about unity and unifying mm. and reaching yeah. across the aisle. And it's they're literally basically the entire Republican Party, the politicians and uh, its mm. its constituents are in Joe Biden's face saying democracy is illegitimate and your presidency is yeah. illegitimate. And he's talking about unifying with them. You don't right. unify with Nazis. You, you, you we eradicate them. Even, we will not even acknowledge that you won. Yeah. We're going to let this play out just in case. Just in case what? Come on. I mean, uh, after the genocide in Rwanda, there was an attempt at peace and reconciliation after the fucking Truth and Reconciliation Commission brought all of the bullshit to the forefront and forced people to reckon with it. I mean, unless there can be an actual, an actual reckoning for the damage done for the children in cages. Well, Obama built a cage. Yes, for people staying a weekend who were unaccompanied. They didn't decide that their entire policy was going to be separating children from their families, never writing it down. The, the, all of the policies. Uh, uh, um, uh, Andrea Cabral, who is a, a, a former 
uh, Suffolk County Sheriff, and she was a DA here for a while, uh, regular on a, a, a Boston NPR show, talks about kind of legal issues. And she kind of put it best. The cruelty was the whole point in the policies. Mm -hmm. All of these policies was 100% about being cruel. That's it. And then to watch people that I used to like saying, blah, 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 you're a Marxist. Well, first of all, you keep saying Marxist. Are you okay if you're on the heart? I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> no. Like, dude. No. Yeah. Anyone all, anyone who's afraid of socialism that lives in a country with a military like ours? Right. It doesn't understand what socialism is. It, it, we we live in a country where uh, cops, uh, you know, like in California are in a drop program where they can make a million dollars a year as retired mm -hmm. people, uh, yeah. which is all tax funded. Yes, uh, and, exactly. and the firefighters have the same thing. This is socialism. So your blue lives matter flag that you're, that you're waving out there. It's yeah. social. That is social for doing so, by the way, that's it's I mean, fascist. That's, really? That's not strictly socialist. It's certainly communist. It's yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's a social program. I mean, it's, it's it's Stalinist. <laughs> a lot of these. I mean, that Blue Lives Matter thing is absolutely Stalinist. Oh yeah, uh, that's that's pure uh, unadulterated the, fascism is what that and, is. But and and these those fuckers are talking about we wanted to be a republic because we adore freedom and the enemies hate our freedom. Freedom, you are absolutely fetishizing authoritarianism. You're fetishizing an authoritarian, a big fucking daddy who will always tell you what you can and cannot do and what you can and cannot think. And you're talking about freedom. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, but, but that's like, you know, people are always... The, the word socialism terrifies people because of Venezuela or Nazi Germany using the label as this is yeah. our form of government. But, that, but the Nazis it, were not socialists. They're, yeah, the name no. was the National Socialist Party, but they were not. So they were fascists. They were not socialists. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's, but that's what fascists it, do. They call themselves, right now the fascists are calling themselves capitalists. That's what right. they call themselves. They never right. call themselves Nazis. I mean, they did in Nazi Germany, but you know what I mean? Now right. they're not going to say Nazi because that's offensive. Just like you can't call someone, you can't call a racist racist because it's so offensive to the racist. Actually, I've found out something about that. I can. Well, yeah, you can. <laughs> I do. I mean, they get pissed at you for it, but I can. And I do call people racist. Oh, I, I, that fucker's feed on, on Facebook that I... I do kind of come into every once in a while, just to like, yeah, that's actually boilerplate racism. Here's 15 articles that describe that. Yeah, Marxist for saying so. No, you're an asshole and, and ignorant of history for not understanding what these words mean. But I'll play. Yeah. Uh, I mean, every once in a while, I, I'll get a couple. A couple shots in the snoot and and. <laughs> Just, I want to pick a fight, but mostly I just, and that's with a couple of people who I know are just assholes, and I'm all right with just picking a fight. But when I see like extended members of the family, you know, it's a it's a, a cousin's daughter who, you know, she's in her 
late 30s now, but almost 40 probably, who you know, I held as a little fucking baby, and she was really, really cute, and she was kind of a, a wild child and a partier. Fucking anti-vaxxer now. What the... F you were educated. And you were trying to get people to not vaccinate. I mean, it's one thing for you to not do that with your children. I mean, it's incredibly irresponsible and, yeah, great. You know, uh, <laughs> fine, if your children die of fucking whatever it is. Uh, polio? Polio, yeah, great. Uh, but uh, Robert De Niro just, still owes me $10,000, by the way, because he said publicly, if anyone could tell him uh, prove to him the effectiveness of vaccination, so give them $10,000. Mm. So I immediately uh, tweeted back or wherever I saw it and said yeah, uh, one word, is... polio. Now give me my $10,000. Two words, smallpox. <laughs> yeah, exactly. $10,000, please. Hey, smallpox was a fucking plague that raged across Europe and then across the Americas when we brought it here for 800 years actually probably closer to a thousand and then it kind of stopped in the 70s all at once they say yeah yeah well sometimes diseases do that they just give up and they decide to retire to death you say that's that's not how microorganisms work <laughs> that, that's, that's that's exactly not how that works and you know, everybody yeah like three years younger than me and older has that little fucking scar in your upper left shoulder uh, that, that proves that you know, smallpox exists only in a couple of military labs. Mm -hmm. It does not exist as a disease. Polio is coming back. That's true. Beca because people are fucking Not getting vaccinated. Stupid. Because they're listening to right. Robert De Niro. Because Robert De Niro right. hasn't paid me the $10,000 he owes me to prove that... He's wrong. That's why. Well, Robert De Niro also hasn't made a good movie since what? Deer Hunter? No. Raging Bull. No. I disagree with you. Uh, I mean, Goodfellas is a great movie. Oh, Goodfellas. Uh, uh, right. Midnight I'll Run was a great movie. All right. Um, I but we're still talking I'll give him 20 Goodfellas. plus years ago. Yeah. I'm trying but to think, was there any other fucking De Niro movies no, he's, since? No, he's basically been doing dumbass comedies based on his old character seeming gruff. Right, well, yeah, that's yeah, meet, what he does now. It's yeah. basically Meet the Fockers is the only thing he's done for the last 25 years. That's true. That's, yeah. you know, he works all the time, and he's basically become fucking Adam Sandler, with, like, two Adam Sandler exceptions. Yeah, well... I mean, there's Adam Sandler made like two good movies in, in a huge run, uh, maybe three or four. You mean are, uh, are you including the movies he made by auteur directors that he was in, Adam Sandler? That's what I mean. Yeah, those are the those are the good ones that he was in, with the exception of Hubie Halloway, which I was I was charmed by. Uh, See, you were in the right mood for because I am a big. Billy Madison fan, the first yeah. Adam Sandler movie, I think is so incredibly stupid that I love it. Yes, yes. Um, and, 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 and there's a well, couple of movies in there that, I, that amuse me enough that I'll sit with them on a Sunday afternoon. They're good hangover yeah, but, movies. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but, but then again, in the last 20 years, it's just been Adam Sandler brings all of his friends to exotic locations oh, yeah. so that it's all tax deductible. 
They make dick jokes. Yeah. They make racist jokes. Yeah. Like uh, in, in the in the case of his western, which caused everybody that was not white to walk off his set. Um, and he said, "Oh fuck it, we'll just use hand puppets for the for the racist characters." Uh, <laughs> and pretty much, Hubie Halloween was the only Adam Sandler joint that I thought was amusing since like Billy Madison and and Happy Gilmore was kind of funny because it was essentially Caddyshack uh, with hockey players and more violence. Right. Uh, but again, that was thirty years ago almost. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, so so yeah, he's made. 25 movies, 30 movies in the last 30 years. Yeah, and they've all sucked. They're horrible to watch, but if you, if I had a cottage industry that made me a millionaire where I just got to hang out with my friends. Oh, no, I get that. I get that. I mean, I, I don't think we'd make racist jokes. <laughs> we'd probably shy away from oh, that. Oh, we're all about the dick jokes. We're we're all about 100% the dick, dick jokes. Dicks and poop. We got that. <laughs> yeah, dicks and poop. <laughs> I mean, and honestly, if it was back in the 90s, there'd be homosexual panic jokes too, but you know. <laughs> I've grown out. I've grown out of that phase of my life. <laughs> never big yeah. on the never big on the racist jokes. Even yeah. even b- when I was a kid, I never <laughs> never liked them. I used to not like them when my friends in high school would make racist jokes. Yeah, uh, and but I didn't. You know, I never said anything or got mad at anybody. I would just kind of bristle and go that was no, I, I, weird i got and, i got teased by some of my friends for saying yeah dude like that's kind of bullshit a it's racist and b from a comedic standpoint it's just way too fucking easy it's just the low hanging fruit it's not even low hanging fruit you're picking up the half rotted fruit off of the ground under the apple tree and, and 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 trying to sell it at a profit and and just if you're gonna be funny be clever yeah well, actually, that's, this that's, has that's, been my this is my major uh, criticism <laughs> of basically everybody who's done uh, well. Every uh, male comic who's who's opened SNL as a host this mm. season is it's very simple. I don't give a shit if you want to punch down, if you want to make your bit about how women suck or whoever. Just, if you're gonna do that fucking be funny about it and not one of them has not one of them wrote jokes it was just all they wanted to do was piss people off by well i mean Mulaney was was funny uh Mulaney's misstep was was saying that life would be the same regardless of who gets elected <laughs> yeah as well that was a huge fucking dumbass stupid yeah. very disappointing like i i I couldn't. Yeah, I, get I couldn't yeah, be, I, get I give you that. I wouldn't be disappointed by Bill Burr ever, uh, because I never thought he was funny. Uh, Chappelle, <laughs> I've, I've already spent a, a number of years being disappointed by Dave Chappelle. So it's yeah. not. It's yeah. he didn't disappoint me. He was just like right. that's Dave Chappelle sucking like he has for the last number of years. And maybe he just get he'll too. get funny again if Comedy Central pays him properly for a sketch show. I, I don't know. Uh, and but. John Mulaney, I actually think is has been like a comic luminary that I've really enjoyed for the last number of years. So for him to say something that fucking pigheaded and stupid uh, uh, so, is, so is disappointing. You can, somebody, you, you can forgive somebody for a bad joke. It was trying to go somewhere, it just didn't fucking land. Um, but it, and I know you're probably also disappointed in the fact that 
He always tries to turn every sketch into a musical theater number. <laughs> you don't like musical theater all that much. I don't like musical but those, theater, but you know. But those bits are goddamn genius. But he's he his love of love of it allows him to lampoon it in a way that I can enjoy. Yes. Like I enjoyed his special with Nick Kroll, where they were just like riffing on on Broadway cliches. Yes. Uh, I thought that was really funny. I mean, I, I, I can, I can enjoy him actually, doing it's, musicals. It's, it's, it's yeah. a little Christmas show with a bunch of kids. The yeah, the sack Mac, lunch, gang sack lunch bunch, bunch. Was, yeah, was, was 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 pretty adorable. Yeah, I I agree. So I, you know, of the monologuists on Saturday Night Live, yeah, he, that was a disappointing well, moment. Ninety percent of the time, the monologues on SNL are just you're waiting for them to get over. With to see if they do a good commercial parody afterwards. Yeah, that's true. They don't do those much yeah. anymore. They don't. Uh, which which is sad. Well, and um, what's it, what's really sad? They do. I, I, have, I, I go, you can get a compilation of SNL commercials, which is cool. But the best commercial they ever did is not on that compilation. It pisses me off. The only way you can see it is go on YouTube and look it up, and it's like a grainy old, you know like someone recorded off their TV, uh, old VHS mm. tape or something. But it's uh, the commercial was for a toy called Happy Fun Ball. You, oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's Absolutely. The, it's, the, it's genius. Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a, yeah, about eight seconds of advertisement and then two minutes of... Uh, <laughs> of, of warnings, <laughs> of, dire warnings. Yes, exactly. Including, do not, do not taunt... taunt Happy Fun Ball. <laughs> happy Fun Ball contains a, a green glowing substance that fell to Earth, possibly from outer space. Uh, it's great stuff. Harmful or fatal if swallowed. <laughs> Except no substitutions. I mean, colon blow is genius. Yeah, Sure. Phil and Hartman. if you want to get back, if you want to get back into the '90s gay panic, Schmidt's gay beer was oh was yeah. genius. Yeah, that was really funny. That was Adam that Sandler was, and was, Chris Farley, right? Exactly, yeah. and that was that was hilarious because it absolutely lampooned the misogyny of beer ads. Right, it and and the flipped it, and 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 actually the latent it, it, homoeroticism of beer ads too. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> not even all that late. <laughs> well, I guess not. And they're all about that dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well. It looks like we've gotten to our one hour mark. Oh, well, here we are at the end of the show. Thank you again yes, for having me on the show. It's nice to... Oh, it's, been, it, it's been a pleasure. Nice to talk to now, someone who agrees with me on both sandwiches <laughs> and Nazis. And Nazis. So, uh, uh, miss, Mr. Todd... Robert Anderson, not Robert Todd Anderson, because um, <laughs> before the we last go, track has, has, that has, happens has all the time. Worn off a little bit. I, I uh, have been auditioning for the same guy <laughs> for twenty years, and he still calls me Robert Todd. I, I just maybe stopped, you I, change that. I stopped maybe correcting him. I was like, "Why it. the fuck am I gonna tell him anymore?" <laughs> just, 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 just change it, dude. Just change it. <laughs> it does change it. <laughs> So thank you, Todd Robert Robertson, uh, <laughs> for coming here again. Uh, so next week we have uh, the late Milton Berle. Oh, shit, he's canceled because of, of, of being dead. 
bet his dick is still big. My list says it. My my list is it's dick is it's it's actually just Milton Berle's dick that we're going to be interviewing. But we're we're doing it. We're we're doing it. We're going to we're we're going to interview Milton Berle's dick in about ten minutes, and then supposedly Angle Marco's coming back. So you know we're just going to hold up out for that. But if not. <laughs> Sounds like a great show. All right. Well, uh, good evening. Say hello to people. Uh, give my regards to people who deserve it and withhold my regards from people who do not. <laughs>